Hello. Hello to all our viewers. Um, welcome to Upland Lives, presented by me, Mike Rain, of Facebook's Notes from the Hill and the author of Nature Snowdonia. I provide CPD and training for mountaineering instructors, mountain leaders, and uh, you can find out more about that on my website, mikerain.co.uk, where you can also buy my book, Nature Snowdonia. Uh, it really helps if you can like Notes from the Hill, if you can try flicking back through the archives, there's all sorts of useful things on there, lots of interesting tidbits. But today, this is episode 12 of Upland Lives, and uh, this is a series that aims to find out more people, more about people behind the scenes, people who share the uplands with us. Um, so not just walking climbers, but lots of different people. Each of these interviews gets turned into a podcast subsequently, so you can listen to it as a podcast or download it and listen to it in your own time. We've got two guests this week, which is a first. We've got Chris and David Stewart from walkingworld.com. And uh, they run a website which is full of walking information and a wealth of interesting routes. And, and it's really interesting. They've been doing it since 1999, I think which in the internet world is quite a long time. Uh, so I was keen to find out more about them, keen to find out more about that world and keen to see how the whole thing works, um, given that it's something that I, I'm not very familiar with and I suspect quite a few Mount leaders out there are the same as me. Now, this is free. Um, and one of the problems with the internet is expecting stuff for free. So after this, if you could pay a visit to walkingworld.com, maybe try a subscription or at least buy one route, then I think that would help us all. Um, certainly from my point of view, if you buy my book, buy an e-learning module or buy a workshop, then that's how I put food on the table. So uh, moving on from the begging bit to, to the bit you've come to hear, Chris... David, how are you today? Very well, thank you. Yeah, thanks. Well, yeah, yeah good. We're not blown away yet. Oh, maybe, <laughs> right. I think the internet's been blown away, hasn't it? Yeah, it's <laughs> been blown away, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Never mind. What is walkingworld.com and what is a web community? Right. Right, okay. I mean, Walking World is 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 basically a publishing platform for walking guides so it's a platform it's an internet platform that allows um, contributors walk authors um, to publish guides but in a standardized format so um, so that so that um, every guide comes with waymarks and, and pictures of those waymarks and uh, geolocations and ordnance survey mapping and and so on so it's it's a it's a database of um, walking routes in a in a sort of broken down format um, that allows us to publish those routes in in, in a number of different ways um, so I get I get the idea that's a live guidebook, isn't it? I can buy a guidebook from the shop, but the mm. moment it hits the publishers, it's out of date and it's, it's finished. It's yeah, potentially. Um, and it can't have, it can't help me with my GPS or anything like that. It's just a picture, a map, and some words. But you can go to another level and you can come with me on the walk and guide me around the walk. 
try to keep me up to date and I can feed back to you to keep it up to date. Am I on the right lines? Yeah, that's right. I mean, the beauty of not being in print, in, in a sense, we outsource the printing if, if a walk is printed to the end user, which means that they, they're printing at the point at the most updated version of, of that particular route. So, you know, we, we could have um, amended an instruction on that route or moved the position of a waymark or something, you know, the, the day before. And, and, um, and they would then, and they would have that updated route. But the, but the other thing about it is that you can publish the same data. The data is held in a sort of, you know, hub of data. Um, and every walk is broken down, you know, into sort of um, micro parts, if you like. Every way mark has is, is, is got a latitude and a longitude and a, yeah. and, a and a picture. And, and so those, those, those are all um, database separately. So you can deliver that data in multiple different ways. And one, you've mentioned GPS. So you, 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 you can output just the latitudes and longitudes of, of, of those way marks as a GPX file, and that can be imported into someone's um, GPS. Or you can, uh, we, del we, we deliver the data to our own app, um, but it also goes to ViewRanger, for instance, um, so people can um, download that walk in, in, into ViewRanger, always with the most up-to-date data. So it, it's quite ambitious, isn't it? Is the web community a bit the bit how you keep it up-to-date? Yeah, partly. Um, I think when you talk about web community, it, it it always makes it sound like it's one, you know, sort of one standard thing. But actually, communities like they are in real life, web communities are also quite complex. So, you know, our community consists of people who have different relationships with the the you know with walking world. So. There are some people whose relationship would be is is sort of um, consumers. You know, they 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 buy a subscription and they simply consume the the information in it. So they'll just download a route and they'll follow it. Um, other people, we've got four or five hundred walk contributors. So their relationship is different. They may also download routes, and uh, but they also are our authors so they they're, they're they're putting information into the community and they get a, a small you know relatively modest financial reward but also you know hopefully they enjoy doing it so and there's people in between and there are people in between so, so there are yeah there are there are so walkers who do the routes who who will then report back on changes and that's an important part of it Obviously, because we, you know, we can update. So those people are, um, you know, um, you know, they're also contributing information as well as money. So the, so it's, so it's not just a single thing. It's, it's actually quite a sort of living entity. If, if you, it's quite a fluid living entity as a community. It's not, it's not necessarily completely straightforward. And, uh... Are there any limits? I mean, I know when I go on your website, you've got things in Australia and, and across different countries, haven't you? Are you trying to get every walk in the world, are you walking world, are you trying to get every walk in the world on there? That, that's just not possible, is it's, it? No, no. We always say to people, yeah, people, 
people who want to put we 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 don't stop people contributing walks wherever wherever they want to because there's no there's no reason why we shouldn't publish their walks i think the the issue with um what we always tell people they usually tend to be contributed by people who have uh, they're evangelistic f for that area yeah. um, they might run a b and b or whatever so we've got people who run uh, guest houses or whatever in in the french alps or in spain or wherever and they tend to have a property there that they're trying to encourage people to come to that's a typical model and so we'll tell them they'll, they'll get in touch with us and we'll tell them if you want to get people our members to come to your place it's no use putting up one walk um, what you need is to put up a portfolio of walks in in that region where you want to the region you want to promote so that people can look through and go oh there are 20 or 30 walks here or even just 10 maybe i'll go for a week i've got enough to pick for for a week so it's like giving them a guidebook for that particular area and then we can then help them to promote that area it's it's more it it gives them a package if you like in a in a in a like we say a standardized publishing format that they can then promote to their customers so it's more to do with giving them something that um helps them to pr to promote their particular area i think that, that's that, sort of right. that sounds really interesting it makes sense so if if i run a, a holiday cottage in in where i live in snowdonia and i started yeah. putting roots on walking world that would be a, a symbiotic relationship wouldn't it that would help yeah. you yeah. help me and that, that's that's exactly it that would be another relationship you would have with the community you're you're actually uh, providing a business so so you're you can use walking world as part of your offer if you like to your customers so you might want to put in two or three walks that start from your cottage front door more or less you know so so that so that you can say if you come to my cottage and we let people cottage owners print out you know the routes obviously they own them anyway they're, they're copyright but we let them print them out with an, a map so that they're there available for their visitors to, to use so that's what we'll tell a pub owner or or whatever you know have some printouts hand them out we're perfectly happy if they do that because that's promoting walking well but the, for them it, it's um it's uh promoting their you know it's making their business more attractive to to, yeah. to their yeah. no, that so, makes yeah, another, another relationship that someone can have would, are most users people looking for somewhere to walk? So, so say I'm going up to to Scotland. You know, I'm going to stay in stay in Gaelock last last year. Would I sort of just go onto walkingworld.com and see what walks there are around Gaelock, for example? Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. We've got several different kinds of searches. So you might you might um, choose one of the searches that will search by area or location or place name for example or you might just type in Gaylock into the free text search but then you'll find all the walks that just mention Gaylock you know okay. <laughs> um, so there are lots of different ways of finding walks in a particular area or or it could be something else completely that, that floats your boat you might be interested in walks that um, have archaeology yeah have an archaeological bent or, yeah. or something like that. so they're, they're, but they'll be low they'll the, the searches are almost always location based 
they're exactly what you they tend to be exactly what you described someone is going somewhere that they've never been before they don't know what's you know what where you come it's particularly true of scotland because because the the footpaths are, are, are not you know they're not public footpaths marked on the map so you actually need you actually it helps to have a little bit of local knowledge about where where actually is a good place to walk um so if you know if going to scotland someone might go to a place they might be going to isla or, or wherever and and they can do a location-based search on you know centered on their holiday cottage they're staying and it will and it'll come up with a list of walks that are one mile from that cottage and so on and then they can browse through them find them by the length that they want to do or as chris was saying if they're interested in ancient monuments then they can pick out ones that got ancient monuments you mentioned archaeology there and ancient monuments is there a particular type of walk you specialize in or is it you know can it be a two-mile walk on the beach or does it have to be Leothak or crossing <laughs> plateau you know is there any sort of parameters is it no but but i would say that the database tends more to the the easy to moderate routes yep. we do have some mountain challenge walks on walking world but it's kind of the whole point about walking world is that it's 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 giving you um, a step up into navig to navigation you know you've got, you've got all the way marks marked on a map photographed yep. directions step by step directions from one point to the other most mountain walkers and climbers they don't need that I mean that's one of the ironies of us running this in a way because uh, until until we started walking world i probably never bought a guidebook um because i wasn't a person who bought my my business partner who who we set it up with nick nick he bought he he was a person who bought loads of guidebooks um but it wasn't my style probably because i was more into mountains so like a lot of, like Chris was saying, hill walks, I, I'd happily get out a map and just go, hmm, that looks interesting. I'll, I'll just try and go up there. Might end up being a disaster. Sometimes did, but, but I wouldn't buy a guidebook for doing it. So, but what we did recognize was that there were people who weren't, who didn't have that sort of confidence or that training or, or skills or whatever, yeah. who, who wanted to go walking. Um, and and needed you know needed guidance along the way wanted guidance along the way but but they would tend to be they would certainly start out by being um people who want to go for country walk i mean our our biggest downloaded walks i mean we've obviously got a huge amount of data now on what people download. um we've got very very short we, we don't specify how long a walk has to be or what type of walk it has to be we grade them we give them lengths you know and so on so some people some walks are very short some people some of our walks are 25 30 miles long which hardly ever get downloaded um the ones that the most popular walks are five to eight miles and what's noticeable is that they have a pub somewhere usually sometimes two <laughs> so they'll be you know they're called day circulars so they're day circulars they're not massively long they're sort of a family walk um you know you could do them a family or you know sort of they're not particularly um 
necessarily very fit person could do it um or just someone who, who really just wants a day and a sunday day out or a saturday day out or whatever and that's that's our sort of prime market now some of those people get then they get the bug and they get drawn in and they start to get interested in what you know how do i how do i um, progress from this i'd like to go i've heard about these hills and things like that how do i go so we do we do get some people and we're very keen to 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 sort of get push those people on but um, but they but they they're not they're probably not our initial and then they may move into that and then at some point they they quite possibly outgrow walking world they don't need yeah. walking world anymore they might still want a mapping application but they don't necessarily need the level of hand-holding that we do, you know, in, yeah, yeah. we might carry on being walking world users because, I mean, I, I use, well, I now use, having never bought a guidebook in my life, I now use walking world <laughs> every now and then. If I end up going to a city for a meeting or something like that, you know, if I land, land up in Nottingham or wherever, and I've got an afternoon free. I, I mean, I'll just look up and oh, there is one here, <laughs> and I'll just happily just just follow that route because it's 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 very convenient to do that. So you know, I, th I think there are people use it in different ways for sure. It's really really helpful that Chris because um, sorry Dave. <laughs> um, That's because... Every, everyone everyone does that, yeah. and they look at me and go. Oh no, hang on a minute. Well, <laughs> look, 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 Because <laughs> um, a lot of people listening to this will be mountain leaders and, and they're yeah. listening for exactly that answer that you've just given us there. Why, you know, why do we need walking world? And the answer is they yeah. probably don't. But no. the people they're leading, the people they're teaching navigation to, the people they're getting into will may have come through walking world. So walking yeah. world really important introductory way to these people getting into the hills and if those yeah. are engaged then they can open up all sorts of avenues with with using walking world and become so i don't know develop some of that symbiotic relationship that the whole yeah. might have so I'd, I'd also say that we've 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 always been pretty um firm about about the way how the guides are put together they are actually map based yeah you know we you need the map to follow the guides they're not they're not ones where you can just read you know the, the text and have a scrappy little map they actually do rely quite heavily on an os map so i think that actually it is even if someone was beginning to get interested in the hills if they used walking world to just walk around their local area which yeah. of course everyone's been doing for the last year haven't they um actually what what i think it gets people especially with the app because that has os mapping on it and it has that rather nice thing where it shows you where you are but it only shows you where you are you still have to work out where to go what 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 it i think it draws people into i mean hopefully what it draws people into is just becoming familiar with map the map yeah. you know as you walk along recognizing oh and oh what's that funny what are those funny brown lines you know well hang on a minute i think i can see what that is that's that they're, they're showing you know the hills and things like that so i think i think that 
you have to bear in mind that a lot of people do need to be drawn quite slowly and gently into the idea of reading maps. Yeah. If we're not careful, we, 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 um, we bamboozle them with... I sometimes have a bit of an issue with people who say you have to have a map and a compass and know how to use it. Do you know, those compasses, they're bloody complex, <laughs> aren't they? I mean, they yeah. I mean, they're really difficult to get your head round because they're not a single thing. They're a protractor and a, and a compass, and they're plonked yeah. together in a single thingy, aren't they? Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, and then if you if you tell people you can't go you can't go walking unless you've got unless you have a map and compass and know how to use it, you know that's what they would say, isn't it? It's, yeah, yeah. I think sometimes I think sometimes it's better if people are just drawn in. Yeah. You know what what we do on what we do on Walking World is you get the instructions, but you also get this photograph of the waymarks, so that when you reach that waymark, you can look at the photograph and go, "Yeah, that's where I am. I am here. I recognise that tree or that style or whatever it is." So I know you know I've, you've got that, and then it relates also directly to to that position on the map. So it's using all those things together, and I think that that gentle way of getting people into using maps where, where the, their confidence builds up, you know, does actually provide an entry that's not too, you know, uh, overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be sort of friendly. Yeah. It's yeah. not very often we use the compass, is it? And... Do you know, I, I, I could probably count the number of times I've needed to use a compass yeah. on, on the fingers of four hands. You know, the, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, actually needed to use one. I mean, the vast majority oh, of the that time. one time when you actually had magnetised Oh, I did. I, uh, yeah. The one time I actually did want to use it on the glitters down your way <laughs> to work out if I was walking the right way along the top of those glitters where in, 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 in a, you know, in, in the... In, cloud when i actually thought i'd quite like to know if i'm if i'm walking along the top in the right direction yeah. i discovered my compass which must have sat in my van for for months or years used, not actually. being used i got it out and it had been um magnetized the wrong way around so south had turned to north and north had turned to south and it took me five minutes to think this can't possibly be right <laughs> but that but that but that just fortunately I did work out and I didn't just go back the way I should have gone. Um but um but but it just shows that that compass had probably sat in that van. I mean I'd I'd obviously taken it out every time, but it had sat next to the speaker in the van for years and I hadn't noticed that that the polarization had changed. And I'd, I'd, so I think I think you know that's it's one of those skills that yeah, obviously is, is useful to develop but in most of our walks it would be perfectly you know what we'd really want people to to gradually learn what to do is just to orientate the map mm, yeah. and, and, and and figure out that uh this next little bit of the walk is going to involve meandering along the side of a river and i can see that it goes left and right and left and right and you know and, and it's about a kilometer so it will take me about you know sort of 20 minutes if I don't go too fast you know that that's the sort of thing I think that level is 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 what we're talking about obviously then I mean we we've we've then run we've offered and run hill navigation courses for people who 
who who who want to you know take a step up and and we'll whenever we do we'll get 30 40 people oh, yeah. wanting to do it um so you know th there are people who 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 start off and 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 then do want to progress and that that's obviously that's great isn't it i mean that, that's that's exactly what all of us involved in this want isn't yeah. it yeah chris Dave, you you were some of the first people to do this, weren't you? As well, you know, you've got a really clear vision there, and you've explained it really nicely. What workingworld.com is, and you've probably worked out who you're talking to, finding your audience over the years. So, how did it start? You know, what was the? <laughs> well, this is quite funny. We would, yeah, I mean, my the the guy who first brought it up was was a, an old school friend of mine who worked in. He was he was pretty high up in the national press um, on the on the sort of business side of a, a newspaper company, a big a big company. He was managing director actually, and um, they they were um, he he was they, they, it was the beginning of the sort of dot com era, and companies like his were the national newspapers were looking around for you know areas that they could build an internet presence in one way or another. So actually Nick um, commissioned uh, a bit of research um, to look into whether there was a, whether there was a space. I mean, I'm going to use all these, these trendy words now, <laughs> internet people, that there was space to create an internet property in the, in the walking market. You know, that's what they were interested in. You know, that's what he was interested in looking at. And they were looking at lots of other markets as well. So at the time, there were, there were people setting up football fan sites and Friends Reunited was yeah. around that time. So that. people were looking to create these, um, you know, properties, internet properties that, that um, targeted a particular audience. Um, and so he commissioned, he, he, he got, his business to commission this report and they put together a report and they put and out of that they put together a proposal to put to their own board and whoever to to to, to suggest that there was a, an opening in the in the walking market and it was a sort of magazine and it was more like an internet magazine um it was going to be uh you know the way he they they put it together this idea was that it would be run pretty much like a, a, a normal publishing business. So you'd employ um, journalists and you'd have, you know, you'd have editors and then, you know, and then obviously you'd try and bring in an audience and then they'd, they'd, they'd try and get advertising to, to, to fund it and, and whatever. Um, and they, you know, when, and then they looked at it and, and they figured that it was, to set up was going to cost this magic figure, which it always was for an internet business in those days of a million pounds you needed a million pounds to set it up um and he went through this he sent he sent me the um this proposal because he obviously he knew i ran a media business i was involved in creating websites already and and videos and whatever so i was i was in the media industry but also he knew i was a, a hill walker and a, and a walker so he, he sent it to me and said this is what i'm thinking of doing whatever and and I went back to him and I just said that looks incredibly expensive. Actually, you're wrong. You're wrong about that memory. We were actually here in the Yorkshire well, Dales yeah. on a walk. We were talking. We talked about it, but he had sent me the thing. Yeah, we were talking. And he, came he here. said, 
I know what I would do yeah. in your situation. And he de they've then described walking it's, world. It's a good thing. It's a good thing <laughs> she can remember. He then described walking world to Nick, and Nick said, what a good idea. Yeah. I mean, basically what happened was, was that, that there was never – he wasn't going to get the one million pounds to set to set this up. So and 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 um, and I said, well, you, we could change this model around. You know, we could we could try and get the readers to 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 send us in the stuff and not pay them, <laughs> well, not pay them so much as a journalist, but offer them a a, a royalty. You know, in, instead, so that when money starts coming, so like a proper author, if you like, rather than a journalist. And um, and I said, and that way, you you know, perhaps we could think of not so much a million pounds, but fifty or sixty thousand, you know. Which and and if we if we scraped around in our piggy banks together, perhaps we could find that. Um, so, and I ran a business that did those sorts of things anyway, so we could we could do the work. So, um, so so. That's how it. That's how that concept came about. So it came about out of a sort of, um, and 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 really, what happened, I guess, was that um, the, the the his original pro proposal was not going to work because it it happened just at the, that time when the dot com um, bust came around. So there was there had been the prospect of getting a million pounds to set something up, um, but it had been sort of. It had fallen. It, 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 it kind of deflated at that point. Mm -hmm. But it, from my point of view, it didn't. The fact that there weren't those absurd sums of money <laughs> available to set things up didn't mean that the internet didn't have promise. It, it was just that you had to create a different model. So, so our model changed. It wasn't, you know, we we did have the benefit of not having outside money coming in and, and not having so much. Um, and it meant that, and it, but it meant that also we could take a fairly long-term view um, about how how we monetized it, to use the trendy internet, how we monetized it to make it so that it was sustainable in the future. And, and from our point of view, instead of it being, you know, a massive, the, the old internet model was that you would invest a million pounds and try and turn it into twenty million yeah. by selling it to someone else. But our view you know, was always you know, to take you, it organically. And the other way of doing it is to do an organic growth and to say we're not we're not setting out to turn a million pounds into twenty million. We're turning we're we're setting up a small business, which which is more like a it, it was almost more like a traditional publisher. And then and then we're just going to sell to the end consumer and bring in enough. To, to, to make the things sustainable. And it turned out we were right. It's a long game and you're still in there, aren't you? Is yeah. It, um, was it an advantage being in at that time? Or actually, if you were to start now, the way technology's developed and the way the internet looks and the use of apps in particular, would it have to be easier just to start now? Or is all that experience and knowledge and hard work, is that starting to pay off now? Is that... Has that been a good journey that's, that's got you where you want to be? Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's been paying off. For, I mean, basically, we, we set up and we'd said once we got to a thousand walks in the library, 
we were charged a subscription. And from that point, we started charging a subscription. We were lambasted by everyone who said the internet should be free. Mm. But actually, our end users had a completely different attitude. They said, oh, that amount, which was 15 quid or whatever it was at the time, so it's only the price of a guidebook and a map. Yeah. And it, yeah. but it gives me a thousand walks and it was only a thousand then it's seven and a half to eight thousand now so um so it, from that point onwards it was sustainable we were bringing in enough we were we were bringing in enough money to pay the costs of running it and give some back to the contributors so it turned and, into and develop it on and develop it on the technology has changed so much since the early days in the early yeah. days nobody used a gps yeah. Uh, nobody had a digital camera in yeah. 2000. Nobody. Yeah, we, we were scanning actually, in pictures. Actually, we did have a digital camera and it was rubbish. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the pictures mm. that we were putting on the website at that point, you could, ba you could barely tell the difference between a style and a tree. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, they were dreadful. But it's crazy. Wow. <laughs> but but the, mo the model is the model has been sustainable from i mean I, I don't know year two or three i mean we we've been you know we've had enough um subscribers to to cover the the running costs and pay ourselves the modest you know income yeah. from you know for for 16 yeah. 17 years now so and and that's that's not really changed what has changed is is just to a certain extent the way we deliver the the guides you know now we we created an app uh three maybe three years ago but before that we were partnered well we still are but we were partnered with view ranger so um people could follow the, our walks on on view ranger and that you know that that was another way of doing it. And so they still need to if they want to go to use the yeah, australian yeah. walks for example they probably use oh, view yeah. ranger more outdoor more complex world of licenses and maps and things isn't it what's, yeah yeah what's going there? i just want to stick with walking world for the minute so i think it's really interesting so you so you built it organically and organically and you've now got a subscriber base and that's that seems like a new thing on the internet but you you've kind of led that really haven't you yeah put it at a price that's not much mm. but in mass it makes it work doesn't it so to me 15 quid i'll give it a go it's you know that's easy i can do that as you say it's cheaper than a guidebook now isn't it yeah and i think i think that's where this notion where, where you when you begin to think of it this is how community this is how the community works what what you're doing is is that you that price is is clearly not the price of a guidebook with eight you know seven and a half thousand walks in it yeah. Um, yeah it's 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 low it's very low yeah. for that number of walks but obviously you're never going to do all those walks you can pick and choose from them but the yeah. pro quo of that is that the end user is also putting something in they're they're providing the printer and the paper and whatever and they're also some of them not all of them but many of them providing the feedback on the walks that helps to to keep it up to date so that there is there's a there's a, a two-way play so they're getting good value but they're also quite possibly also contributing and i think that that's where genuine communities 
take place. I think if I think my problem I, w I have with some of the internet models um, where perhaps it seems to be free, like Facebook, which we were struggling with earlier, mm. you know, is actually, you know, you, um, it's it's sort of not it's 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 free to use, but it also isn't because they're harvesting all that data from you and and then using it sort of against you. It may not be in a particularly malign way, it might be, um, but um, you know that that that's what they you know they they're having the data off you and that's the exchange. Um, but you don't sort of have you know. But that's quite a, you know, that there's no choice about that level of exchange. And because you're not paying something, you, in a way, you don't have a right over, over how you use, you know, how that data is used. So I think, I think with Walking World, what we, it, it's, we try it, our, our sort of view of it is it's more like a walking club. You know, it's, it's a very big one. <laughs> you know, it covers certainly the whole of, Great Britain, but obviously a bit wider as well. So it's like a club, and like any club, you pay your subs. But if you're a good member of the club, you also contribute in a way. And that that contribution, and this is certainly true of our authors. You know, they put in far more effort than they get in monetary value out of it. So like a club, you know, you you put in, you you do a bit of you know sort of work as well, and that helps everyone's. Um, other, you know, costs in terms of what the subs cost come come down. So it's 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 not, you know, it's actually as I was saying earlier, it's it's a more complex relationship in in some ways. It is, yeah, and that that's another nice way of describing it. The club, I think, I really like that. But a lot of people now, you'll have a really good, solid, loyal team, I'm sure, and a lot of those would have come in through the. Um, the desktop world and the laptop world but um you know the kids upstairs here will be just coming in through the mobile phone so if i go into my app store and look for walking apps walking world is just one of yeah. the whole bunch isn't it how how do you get those people in how do you find that um that new customer base if you like what how does that work it's almost entirely word of mouth yeah I, I think I mean we've 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 done other things um, which you know can give you a, a little boost, but I think mostly, and I, th I think this is you know it's just true generally of of um, things on the internet, but also things in the real world, isn't it? I mean, uh, you know, restaurants and whatever, it's it's often just word of mouth, isn't it? People go there and they say, "Oh, I had a lovely meal," and and. And 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 I think that's your most valuable way of of getting of getting new new people involved. I mean, we've we've done other things. I mean, we've we've worked from time to time with um, you know national newspapers. I mean, I wrote a book with Nick um, about a decade ago now, unbelievably, um, which which was you know which sold you know tens of thousands of copies and. And and part of what was in the book was a thing directing people to to go to Walking World because we had walks in there that you know the, where, the, where you could the newspapers brought the new uh, yeah the national news. newspapers did and then I worked for two years with um, with the big issue just with a little column every week yeah. you know so 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 there are other ways um, we've done we've advertised on Google I, I don't know if 
I would regard it as being particularly cost effective. Um, I think word of mouth is such we, we a used powerful to do, thing. We used to do every year the um, at the NEC the outdoor, outdoor show, the outdoor show. Yeah, but um, quite expensive, isn't it? Well, we didn't pay. We used to pay. <laughs> We're cheapskates. No, we used, <laughs> no, we're to, we used to get. It was a it was a quid pro quo. A quid pro quo thing. We we the were promoting. Survey actually, they used to let us piggyback on the problem with them because uh, we we were the first ever uh, website to use ordnance survey maps. Wow. They had when when we started up. They had absolutely no idea how to charge us or how to how to write a contract for us or yeah i mean they were very like good i mean they I'm, they they yeah, we, it was good they didn't you know you you always have a view of them. and of course they were government department then of them you know like not wanting to do anything out of you know their comfort zone and they, they were used they were used to providing services to councils and you know whatever um, so when we came along and said, look, we just want to publish using one to 25,000 maps, you know, the Explorer maps, which is their, you know, obviously their premium maps, um, can we do a deal? And they, they did just literally sat down at a table and said, nobody has ever asked us to do this. So let's make up something that we both think we're happy with. And, and, you know, so they were, they were, they were great. I mean, that, that, that was quite a, I mean, I think that was what gave us the impetus to you actually. You know, there, were, there were other walking websites um, starting up at that time. Go for a walk, for example. Hmm. Um, you think of any others? Were, yeah, there were. A there few. were there were lots of lots of there were lots of individuals. Doing doing it. It. Yeah. But but our big um, selling point was oh, we're having OS maps Are at that point. That relationship. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, I think it's fundamental. I think um, personally, I mean, for all those things we were talking about before about drawing people into, into, you know, using maps when they're out in the countryside. Yeah. I yeah. think I think that that you know it is the gold standard, and we are, you know, when I mean, we're so lucky <laughs> with the maps that oh, we, we have in this country. I, I, um, but also, it was that thing about it was a it, it was a premium. The map was a premium product, so not only we put the guide together, but the fact that it was a, a, a you know, the gold standard OS one to twenty-five k map. It didn't have twenty-five to start. So, with. Well, no, it took a yeah. It's that a, was a few years. It was a we couple of years. Yeah, yeah. So they, they, um, the fact that that they they were OS maps meant, meant that the charging of the subscription was. A hundred percent, two hundred percent easier. I think it would have been a much more difficult sell if they'd been some other type of map. And do you link in with the OS app? I know you mentioned View Range really. View Range is changing, isn't it? And yeah, is that, yeah. Is that difficult well, that, direct to OS or? Well, well the, the, our mapping OS maps is, is their own app, but our app actually uses OS maps. API, which is the the the, the computer talk, you know, um, yep, yep. device, you know, that widget that talks to their server. So, so the maps that you get into Walking World are actually OS Maps maps. Yep, yep. 
so we 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 don't we don't deliver the maps we just ask for them from from the os which is brilliant i mean because they they are the moment you it's that whole thing about being totally up to date the the moment they change one of their maps and put a new housing estate on it yeah. next download has that housing estate on it so what was the book it was called pathways and it was a it was a an exploration of the um different historical types of of paths and and um uh, roads and things that have been in 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 britain so it went from sort of prehistoric in um, the ridgeways and things like that through smuggling routes and pilgrimages and uh, uh, miners' tracks, every, every sort of basically anywhere where you walk in the UK and you're walking on a track, it's probably historically had, um, you know, sort of a, an earlier life, you know, as a Roman road or whatever. So we we trawled our mines and, and looked at OS maps. <laughs> we we delved into the, the murky depths of our walking experience and came up with 20, 20 sort of types of historical path right up to you know promenades you know more modern ones like a seaside promenade or a or an urban you know or a, or obviously a long distance footpath mm -hmm. so and we came up with 20 of them and so we wrote 20 chapters one on each of those types of of historical footpath that you could go out and find today in 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 our countryside so it was it was I mean, no, no one had actually done that before. Uh, yeah, the week, not 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 with that sort of, you know, sort of umbrella of all those those yeah. different things. People had done specific walks on pack horse trails or drovers yeah. roads or whatever. But we, yeah. I mean, it was again, it was a bit like the sort of walking world idea of trying to draw in people who weren't, you know, who just had a sort of passing, you know, initially a passing interest in. Yeah. Yeah. in it to try and draw them in it wasn't an attempt to be um an academic book or yeah. or, or or anything like that but it, it gave people hopefully um a, a a sort of a um just a little look into what not not nest of where they might look on their own look in their own locality yeah. on an os map and go oh that I think that might be an old drover's road, you know, because there are telltale signs or whatever. There's a, there's a logic to that pathway. Is there, is there another book to come? <laughs> um, there is, but it's got nothing to do with walking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, my, my, my colleague Nick, he, he wrote another one. He's written another one, which was Urban Rambles, which was uh, City Walks, because that's something that he has a particular... Yeah, and that and that was published probably four or five years ago. So he's been much better than me. I've left it ten years. <laughs> it took quite hard. Me, writing one book <laughs> took it out. <laughs> it took a year to write. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I just I take my hat off to people who pump out books. You know, I know I know people who who sort of go, I'm going to write a book, and then a month later they've written the bloody thing. <laughs> Maybe not a month, but a couple of months later they've written it, and and um, I, I I I struggle. <laughs> but it was good fun. It was good fun. Before we come to the end, 
the way I'm finding with my business is Facebook is really important and Facebook groups. And I, again, I find it, as you've seen tonight, a bit of a confusing world. Do you yeah. know the Facebook group things? How, have you found your way around that sort of um, avenue? No, vaguely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing is, I, I guess, yes, I don't know. We, we've, we've dabbled in using social media um not as much as probably we should have done but i think on the but also on the other side of that is that sometimes people need need to create a community on say social media like facebook or whatever because they don't have their own a community of their own you know but, so without wanting to sound you know <laughs> no, that's really you know, our focus is, I mean, we've got a community. I mean, I send an email which goes to nearly 70,000 people every month. Um, and that's just one, they're just the ones who've opted into the, you know, into the email, yeah. which is, you know, which might be a, a strange subset of of, of our membership. No, that's, that's so, so, in a way, we've, it's partly just to do with, our, you know, time, I guess, you know, I think what we've learned from even from the, the book that we talked about, which was very, very valuable and, and was it was published by The Guardian. So it was, um, you know, it got an incredible amount of publicity. And um, I mean, I, I talked on the radio to four million Listen to listeners on the you know on radio, on radio four on radio four and and um, and the book sold out the next day which is what obviously what the publisher wanted but but also it brought you know a lot of people in in into our website as well um, so but but I think but as I was saying it, it that was quite a lot of work yeah. to create it and do it and 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 i think that social media also doesn't work unless you put quite a lot of work into it yes. you you'll know this and 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 in a way because there, there were only two of us and a few you know part-time part -time, very part-time part so you know we, we we have to sort of focus our efforts and our best efforts really go into just making sure that our membership are happy, happy of getting <laughs> and and also our contributors you know that we keep them happy and and that we keep on top of the technology uh, so that so that people are actually getting the, what they the want the way to keep people happy we've discovered is not isn't with money or or um vouchers or i don't know it's it's not that it's just communication Mm. spending time with people yeah you know, and and caring about each other you know so if so if if a walker has a problem we want to know because we want to help help them with that yeah. and if um, a contributor has a problem we want to help you with mm. that you know we we we're just there for and there's a whole side of it that's not even to you know directly to do with um to do, to, to do with you know the service that we provide you know people quite often just come to us and because they need some advice or something oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and some of what we do is 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 literally 
mental health counseling. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, you know, to a certain extent. We're not I mean, very good at that. Bit. We're, we're, yeah, we're not very good, <laughs> as you can tell. <laughs> but but some of it is. I mean, seriously though, in this last year, yeah. I think that what what our club has done, and it's not just us. It's the fact that the club exists and there's sort of communication within it and. And that it is walking, which is one of the things that people have been able to get some pleasure from in, in this bad time. You know, actually, actually, what we've been able to provide is, is, is comfort to people in, in, in quite a difficult time. So it's, it's um, I think that, you know, that's, that's the sort of um, where we direct our attention, really. So I don't really need to ask the last question. It was really, I was just a little bit worried about the view range has been taken over by Outdoor Active and this mm -hmm. monstrous yeah. thing that's Kamut and all trails. You just kind of let them get on with it, don't you? You're not interested in that. You've got your, your sword, aren't you? You're comfortable there, walkingworld.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think... We were approached. We, we? We've one one of those big companies yeah. was interested in walking out, and and um, you know we we thought about it. Yeah, I mean the thing is, is that I think the the model's different, and and that whole thing we were talking about about you know if we ever were going to let go of it, we'd have to we'd have to go into the right hands. Yeah. Um, because it sounds, it, it is a you know we feel really fond of it, and we and we've and we've got so many friends who you know who particularly the contributors, you know who've you know we, we were actually sort of friends with now properly, not just not just through the ether, that that, that we have a responsibility to, towards it as a, as a community, and I think that some as those some of those other organizations they get bigger and bigger they did it 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 their focus is more on on how how they're going to get a return on investment i can perfectly understand that because yeah, yeah. they, they may have had you know some of those companies i know have had massive you know massive investments in them and and so they've got people on their backs saying so when am i going to get my money back plus you know 500 percent or whatever, whatever it is so i i, I think um our, it's, our it's main, just a different model room our main issue is has always been that we've um we've always totally been um considered the contributors as yeah. us you know it isn't just us it isn't us two at all yeah. We've never thought that. It is our contributors. We can't do any of it without our wonderful, amazing, intelligent, clever, enthusiastic, wonderful contributors. Mm. They, they are walking world. And, um, and not all of them, but an awful lot of them, we feel really close to. Yeah. And and we we share not our profits. We share our income with them yep. once a year, and it is pence for mm. a lot of people. 
unfortunately so that's how it works out because we we're sharing you know we've got so many walks and so many contributors now that by the time you've shared everyone's little portion out sometimes it's not very much it's a principle though isn't but, it you know, that but, you're treating you're treating people as as professionals yeah, yeah. and they keep the copyright <laughs> the copyright remains with them you know it doesn't become walking world so you you start talking to people like these large companies and you say yeah. but how are you going to recompense our contributors because this is what we do now and now they're going oh Ooh. don't really have a model for that and yeah. and, and, and that's yeah. The, yeah i think i think there's an element there you know we we were we were clear from the start that we wanted to at least recognize the people who 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 contributed <clears throat> you know there was a lot of, the talk then was about user generated content everyone was banging on about user generated content and then it got called web 2 i mean this was years after we'd set up so we were web 2 before we figured out we were even web 1 and um, you know but i but i i think we were right we wanted from the start to at least recognize that, that there should be that the people who who put content in should should share in if we were going to charge a subscription then the, then the, they should get you know there should be a share of it so that's a you know that that that's that's a principle that by and large these other internet companies don't even os maps themselves yeah. you can put a route on os maps and you don't get you know it's just purely for slapping a root on there so and you, you get nothing back but you also you have no ongoing relationship with that publisher your route is just there you could delete it and take it off but you it's it's just there there's no there's no actual ongoing publishing relationship with with os and that's true of pretty well every all trails and you know everyone else view range whatever you know you can that, that, that you just give them that that content but part of the problem with that from an end user point of view from your consumer's point of view is that that content isn't curated so there's there's no quality control going on with that that content there's no way of submitting feedback on it and actually having something done with that feedback um so and and there's no incentive on the part of the person who put that route there in the first place to to um bother to go and recheck it again if there's a problem with it whereas by giving our people i mean like chris was saying most people who have a route on our website might earn four or five quid a year from it you know in downloads i mean basically it's about 15p a, a download yeah. they get which is not bad actually you know if you yeah, had a leak it's 15p um so but it might only amount to you know sort of less than a tenner well the point the, the the really the point and this is where i'm saying people aren't in it for the money but there is you know that does just cover your petrol if you had to drive there really, so yeah. you sort of feel that that hopefully people feel and and, and they do i mean they say they do you know that the fact that they get this this little token of appreciation from our membership basically to them for having done the route and kept it up to date um incentivizes them to to continue to be involved and actually and actually people enjoy that yeah continuing involvement it's part of their 
you know, it, it becomes part of actually their social life. And that's why we become friends with, we, we sometimes go and, you know, walk the route with them, if it, you know, just partly just for the fun of it, if we happen to be in the area. So, um, you know, so, so, so it's a, it's a, it's a proper sustained relationship with, with all, all those people. And I think that that's, something a little bit special about walking world uh, that um in terms of in terms of walking websites or whatever that are quite large i'd say we're sort of you know we're in the sort of quite large arena aren't we i mean there are loads and loads of people who have little websites for particular areas where they they equally will have quite personal you know relationships but they but but obviously it's um on a, on a um, tighter area Dave, Chris, that's been really illuminating and it's really helped me to understand. And I know a lot of people listening will now have a much better understanding of what it is you're trying to do and other people like yourselves. And, and mm. also reassured that um, it's a good thing and a sustainable thing and a thing that has that relationship and that club feel. I really like that. That's brilliant. So mm. I, I am going to leave it there unless um, there was anything else you particularly wanted to, to say to anybody before we... We, no, they'll be, they'll be sick and tired of us by now, won't they? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, it's been really useful, though. And, if, anyone, uh, if anyone wants to ask anything, they did, you know, just walkingwild.com and fill in the contact form. It's a, it comes direct to us. That there's, there's, not a big, there's not a big office with 100 wow. people. Um, so it's, uh, fill in the contact form, send, send or David at walkingwild.com or Chris at walkingwild.com. And, um, you know, if, if there are any questions, we'll... we'll we'll answer them as best we can so thanks to everybody for for watching or listening wherever you are that's been fantastic have a look at walkingworld.com you know who's behind who answers the contact form now that's all uh, up and running and seven thousand routes it's it's too good to miss isn't it so thank you very much today. you're welcome thank you for yeah. next week i'm actually talking to somebody from the Auden survey so we'll we'll get that yeah. of the story we're talking to oh, you can ask you can ask them about walking world and i'll go oh them them i wanted to ask him about standing on mountains in the wind with the theodolite and trick points all right yes oh, he went i don't think they do that anymore just flying airplanes now so we'll look forward to that so it is the Auden survey map on next week's upland lives so uh, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Thank, thank you. For you. Nice us. to talk to you. Everybody.